Welcome to Corn Mason. I'm your host, Jason. Joining me is Ursula. Hello, everyone. My name is Ursula Gullo. Oh, gosh. Giving your last name out right at the beginning, huh? <laughs> I will not be giving out my last name. Welcome to the show, Corn Mason. We're glad you found us. Uh, we're going to be discussing topics centering around corn mazes. We thought it would be a good idea to focus on local events, local things, happenings that um, a person can just go to and enjoy in Western North Carolina, but also really anywhere. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about our experience at Granddad's Apple Orchard, and they have a corn maze there now. And that's in Hendersonville, North Carolina. So we went yesterday, the 12th of October, 2019, to Granddad's in Hendersonville, North Carolina. And one of the first things that struck me on our way there was the sheer number of apple orchards there in Hendersonville. It seems that they have an apple-based sort of tourist economy set up. I mean, what we, were your impressions? We, I think we were on. What was the name of that uh, that road we were on? There were at least three other orchards that one could go and visit. On that, we're driving there. The GPS is saying, you know, turn left uh, up ahead, and you'll be there. In the meantime, there's three or four other things that say turn left, turn right for the orchard, and we're like, is this it? Is this Granddad's? So there were a lot of apple orchards, but I was really fixated on the corn maze experience because, of course, this is something we see in um, Hollywood movies, right? We hear about these things. Corn mazes have permeated popular culture right now. You can't watch a TV show without seeing a corn maze. And it's become part of the cultural zeitgeist, really. And uh, we're like, let's do this. Let's experience the corn maze. Let, let, let's see what all the big deal is about. Let's see what the, our favorite movie stars and TV stars are doing when they're in these corn mazes. So we went out, we packed up our stuff, and we beelined it for Hendersonville, North Carolina, to take part in Granddad's Apple Orchard corn maze. Now, how did corn mazes get started is one of the things I wanted to know. Well, actually, according to kidsconnect.com, it is said that mazes and labyrinths date back over 4,000 years ago to the time of ancient Greece and Rome. During Roman times, mazes and labyrinths were seen in artwork, home flooring, pavement on streets, and in the earth. But the most recent... Um, Probably the first modern corn maze that is re recorded to have occurred was in 1993, created by Don France and Adrian Fisher, and that inspired a worldwide fad of corn mazes. Their corn maze was constructed on only three acres of land and had 1.92 miles of pathway, so almost two miles of pathway. It's fascinating, Ursula. Now, I should mention that the corn maze that we went to was on six acres of land, so twice as big as one of the most famous corn mazes 
that's out there. Now, something I was wondering is, and I was kind of confused while I was participating, again, it was my first time, what is the difference between a corn maze and a and the hedge maze, because I was very familiar with hedge mazes. Everyone remembers the hedge maze from the Stanley Kubrick film, The Shining. What is the difference between a hedge maze and a corn maze? Because those seem very similar. Like, why don't they just call them plant mazes? Well, according to kidsconnect.com, in a corn maze, the stalks are typically cut to form a pattern that can be distinguishable from a bird's eye view, whereas a hedge maze typically follows a geometric pattern. I see. So, I see. That makes sense now. That makes sense now. Now, now wouldn't I... Isn't a hedge maze <laughs> made out of hedges and corn is made out of corn? Is that how? Is that the difference also? That's kind of what I was thinking, but I don't want to go against what kidsconnect.com is saying. I just say this podcast is brought to you by kidsconnect.com uh, for anything, any kind of corn maze information you need, social studies information, head on over to kidsconnect.com. That's K-I-D-S-K-O-N-N-E-C-T dot com. I will say one thing that they talk about in here, which I find really fascinating, is that a haunted corn maze is identical to a regular corn maze, but it typically includes actors that scare guests. Let's dive in and let's talk about our experience at the corn maze. Great idea. Now, let me ask you, Jason, had you ever been to a corn maze as a child? Were you ever at a corn maze before? No. I wasn't either. And, you know, I grew up on a farm. I remember running through rows of corn. That's different. Uh, uh, same here. I remember running through rows of corn. So we were children in in the corn, children of corn. <laughs> you know? Yet another Hollywood okay. reference to corn mazes. You know, planted corn just in a field is a bit like a maze itself, though it's more like a hedge maze because the patterns that you follow are geometric. It's sense. not a pattern that's designed um, to be seen from a bird's eye view. Now, I wonder what the benefit of seeing that pattern from a bird's eye view is in a corn maze. For example, should we go ahead and say what the pattern was we were following? The, the, the shape? Let, let's first say we had no idea. We just walked into this corn maze. Okay, I paid $4. I probably didn't have to. $4 for each of us. Let's paint a picture of this scene going into the corn sure. maze, can we? Sure. Let's put sure. the, uh, let's the, the hundreds of listeners out there, let's put them into our shoes and give them the experience. So we pull into the parking lot. Talk about bustling with activity. Granddad's Apple Shack or whatever the fuck it's called, was filled to the brim with cars. The parking lot was completely full. There were people directing traffic. There were people standing in a long line. At first I thought, oh God, no. This is the line for the corn. Everyone's coming to the corn maze. <laughs> Hundreds of people are here for the corn maze. And in fact, I should say, as we were driving there, major traffic backups on the highway on the road, everywhere, I thought all these people are going to the corn maze. Because, you know, this is the first cool weekend we've had in October this, you know, this year since summer, you know, this is the first 
cool weekend we've had where people can enjoy an autumnal activity like a corn maze. So, you know, I was convinced everyone was there for the corn maze. The place was hustling and bustling. Luckily, we didn't have to stand in that line. We could just go through. There was pumpkin patches. There was like people with wheelbarrows, filling their wheelbarrows with pumpkins. There were activities for children. There was a whole cordoned off area specifically for children. Um, There was a large tube with ropes on it, and they could swing back and forth on this tube that uh, they could straddle while their parents pulled the ropes back and forth. And that was kind of a fun ride. There was another tube covered with hay that they could crawl through. There was a giant bouncy. Now, you you want to think bouncy castle. But no, it was just a big sort of mound that you could bounce on. It was on. a big rubber thing. A big rubber mound for bouncing. Uh, there were two large statues that you could climb on and have okay, photo yeah, opportunities with. There was a I'm bear. Sorry, go ahead. There was an there was a bear. A giant bear with blue eyes. There was a gorilla. There was a big pink elephant. Now the I should say if you're planning on going, you cannot climb on the pink elephant. That is not one of the oh, interactive I didn't know that. Big sign there, do not climb. So we make our way through the child play area. We see what there is to see. You can see the corn field uh, to the south. And we're thinking, is it? where's the entrance? How do we get in here? Ursula finds the ticket booth and uh, purchases two tickets to enter the corn maze. It is a ticketed event. You cannot enter without a ticket. Um, they weren't actively enforcing it at the time, but I feel like you should not try to enter, you know. Without w- having someone know that someone's in there. You know what I mean? If if I bought two tickets that says corn maze, they know there's two people. They can count at the end of the day. Okay, we had 20 people go into the corn maze. Are 20 people out of the corn maze now? Right, it's a safety issue, um, um, first and foremost. So uh, we get our tickets, and we ask, where's the entrance to the corn maze? Because we couldn't find it. We were pointed to it, just right over there, she said. And she She points sort of around her. And we go to the entrance of the corn maze. And uh, it gives us the rules. There's a sign with the rules. No cutting, you know. I can't even remember what the rules were. No cutting. Well, I remember that was one of the rules, was not to cut. Well, so Jason's going to find that. No, I'm not. He's going to find the rules. But um, we walk into the corn maze, and I'm thinking, this is my dream come true right now. This is my dream come true. All right, so we're here live at the corn maze. Basically, my dream is coming true now. We're walking through the corn maze, and I'm going, is this what I imagined? I wasn't sure if it was what I imagined, because I think I imagined it to feel more claustrophobic. And actually, it was quite spacious, these beautiful dirt paths meandering through the cornfields, the husks coming in. You know, there's seeds, little dried corn husks and stuff. There's kids running around. Everyone's happy. People are screaming. You know, it was, it was, I thought, you know, I was having a really good time in the beginning. I want to take a minute and go back to the rules of the corn maze because I'm sort of remembering them now. Um, 
rule number, I think it was one, was not to pick the corn. The corn, it's a crop that they harvest there. It's not just fun corn. You know, it's a it's a it's a crop that they harvest and they feed presumably am- animals or something with the corn, uh, pigs, cows. You know, animals that eat grain. Uh, second, you cannot cut through the corn. So as you're going through the maze, you know, respect the path. Do not cut through the corn. You'll be tempted sometimes because you may end up in a spot where you turned around or seems like a dead end. And you can look down a row and very clearly see that you can walk straight down this row and get back, you know, to the rest of civilization. But that again, that's one of the rules. Don't cut through the corn. Oh, my goodness. One moment. Stay on the path. I honestly thought that that meant don't take a machete and literally cut through the corn that's not what that means well i think that would fall under not picking the corn okay uh you couldn't smoke in the corn maze which i think is a great idea you know mm-hmm. one loose ember hundreds of casualties it'd be tragic and uh you know keep it family friendly in other no words, uh on the in the corn maze exactly no or, swears. Yeah. I think it's... So we're walking along. I'm having a great time. Then all of a sudden, this like gang of children comes up behind me. They overtook it. They overtook us. They started saying the corn was fake. Why did that kid say the corn was fake? I don't know. Some child said the corn is fake. Stupid corn. Kick the corn. He needed uh, uh, discipline. I think he you know thought it was I mean. fake because it wasn't corn on the cob that you eat. I think grow. he was looking at the corn and not recognizing it as the corn that comes in the plastic wrap at Walmart and assumed it was, you know, fake corn that you'd see at like a, I don't know. Where, where would you see a fake corn? I have no idea. So anyway, we're walking along. Harvest we come festival. across this green sign. We are in... Bigfoot's nose. The <laughs> fuck? All of a sudden, we realize we're in Bigfoot's nose. This maze that we're in, this corn maze, is in the shape of legendary cryptid Bigfoot, a.k.a. Sasquatch. Um, and we're inside his nose. So we just... There was a red dot that says, you are here. Bigfoot is not. We're we like, were okay, like, that's a little weird. We were like, so we're, uh, so we're dead center of the of the six acre corn maze, and we all of a sudden realized, oh, this there's a purpose. This is a this is a shape of something. It seemed for the first fifteen minutes that we were just meandering down paths that had been sort of haphazardly carved into this cornfield. Now all of a sudden we realize it's a shape, and there's a beginning and an end and there are dead ends and it spans basically all the acreage of of the cornfield and we noticed the bigfoot there we were in bigfoot's nose there is bigfoot there were also mountains bigfoot was in an environment Mm -hmm. you know this path kept going and going and in fact we passed one gentleman and his son they were like hey you know you know get ready this is a long a long trail that's what he said. So they said they'd been lost for 30 minutes, I remember. They had been saying. lost. 
So we just kept meandering, meandering. We had fun, right? And then we come across another sign. We're in Bigfoot's toe. Well, I should say when we noticed that we were in Bigfoot's nose, I took care to um, use my compass that I happen to have with me to, to get a point of reference, to get my bearings, to understand where the entrance was, where the exit was. And so that helped us, I think, not get lost for 30 minutes was the advent of the compass. And so, yes. Yeah, so so as Ursula said, we walked and we, we followed around. We wanted to get the most out of the trail. We weren't looking to just beeline it for the exit. We could have. Uh, but we wanted to explore the, the different aspects of the maze and go through the pine tree and go through some of the mountaintops that were carved in. Now, from a bird's eye view, this must have looked amazing, this, this shape. From our point of view, the... Who knows if we were inside a Bigfoot? We, you know, exactly. How do we actually know? Well, you know, we could have flown a drone plane over the whole top of the field to that see. That would be the only way to know. Um, you just have to take their word for it that it's in the shape of a Bigfoot. And I will, for our next uh, episode, I will have done some investigating reporting to figure out... How they know how to do the frickin' design. Like, I still don't understand. I get it if there's drones, planes to help you, but those are a new invention, right? How did people do this back in the day? How did they know how to carve the design? I mean, really, that is the most amazing and mind-boggling part of all of this to me. My, let me just put a theory out there, and then it'll be interesting to tune in next time for you know for the next webisode and see if i was right i'm thinking probably these people who want to do corn mazes they hire out a company that comes in does do some drone photography and uses some sort of system with the drones to mark where the trail i guess i'm saying there were corn mazes before drone photography, how did they do it before that? How how do we have these? I think they just sit a lawn circles. Okay, yeah, but some of these designs are very intricate. Once we got to the Bigfoot's toe, we could tell we were nearing sort of the the end of of the experience. So we took it all in. As we're exiting, we keep hearing the sound, bang. And we're like, what in the world is this? So to be honest, we're kind of excited to get out of the corn maze and start exploring the rest of Granddad's apple orchard. Um, And within a few minutes, we were out of the maze. I want to say, though, we were well aware when we meandered out, we, we walked around Bigfoot's heel. We remember walking up his leg and then taking a sharp turn, which indicated the crotch, crotchal area. And then we went back out. And then we saw a little, remember that wonderful sculpture in the corn of That's Bigfoot? Right. Yes. In the, now, how do you mean the, in the corn of Bigfoot? Oh, no, no, no. It was in the corn. <laughs> it was in oh. the corn maze. In the, yes. As you, as you were close to the exit, there was a large, 
You ever see those things in people's yards and it's like the an out it's like a piece of plywood that's been cut into the shape of like a cowboy with his head tipped down and his boot up on a tree? It was like one of those carved into it the shape of Bigfoot. It was a painted black and I think that was kind of an indicator like you've done it. You found Bigfoot. You won. Yeah. I kind of wish they told us that at the beginning, that there was a goal, that it was in the shape of Bigfoot. I can't believe there, there was Bigfoot no was indication. In there. Honestly, if they were we doing even more advertising that this was a corn maze, a Bigfoot corn maze, I think they'd get even more people into the corn maze. Yeah, think of all the Bigfoot heads that would have been out to see that. The All the foot heads would have been out, you know, to experience that. So we exit the Bigfoot corn maze, tired. I'd say it took us, what, three hours probably to navigate? Let's through. just try to share, though, really quick, some of the sights and sounds. We heard children laughing. We heard birds chirping. We heard the rustle of the corn stalks. We heard the crunch of the corn kernels beneath our feet. There were wonderful smells, and, and it just was, it was a really, I think, a wonderful na- nature naturific as i like to say experience i had a great time i can't wait to go to the next corn maze but anyway what i really liked is uh i was very overstimulated when i arrived at granddad's uh all the children uh dogs there were lots of no pets please uh, signs posted everywhere yet there were pets and um there were a lot of sort of angry people yelling at their children there were a lot of children being yelled at and misbehaving a lot of sounds there was a some sort of cannon in the distance uh there were long lines and i was over it i was ready to turn around and leave just as soon as i pulled up Uh, but i have to say once i got into the corn maze things quieted down And like Ursula said, the sounds, the rustling of the leaves, the crunch of the kernels beneath our feet. And one thing you did mention was the insect sounds. There were crickets all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Crickets. And it was really nice for me to kind of get away from all that stimuli that can that can work me up so much with whatever you know whatever problem I have with that. That's another that's another show. Yeah. So we went on. We went to the um, we exit. We exit the corn maze. So so real quick before we get on to the to the rest of the adventure, let's rate this corn maze. Let's rate the Bigfoot corn maze at Granddad's. Okay. Well, I am going. First of all, this is my first corn maze experience, so I, I don't have much to compare it to, except I'll compare it to other agritourist kind of events and experiences I've had on a scale of one to 10, I'm going to give it an 8.5. Okay. Wow. That's pretty good. I'm going to give it a six. 
Are you giving it a six for the corn maze only or for yes. the whole granddads? Hey, it's corn mazing. That's the name of the show. We're not. Corn I mean, maybe we can talk about this curves. offline, but we this isn't the show about apple orchards. We we agreed to do a thing about corn mazes. So uh, yeah, I think we should. Well, since I've never been to a corn maze, I'm going to give it an eight point five. If I find a corn maze that's better, I can give that one a ten, and if I find one that's worse, I can give that one a six. Uh, six is good to me. Six is not a, a terrible experience. I wish I would have known going in what the shape was. Wish I would have had a little information. Wish I would have known I was hunting for Bigfoot. Um, I wish there were no children or families inside the corn maze while I was in the corn maze because uh, that was distracting to all of a sudden see a child or another human being that I didn't know well walking toward me uh, through a field of corn. Um but other than that, I had a great time. Yeah, so did I. And you seemed very happy. And so that, you know, that makes me like it a little bit, knowing that you're content. Are we going to continue with the rest? We'll just do the two other highlights. For God's sake, let's please move on from the corn Okay, maze. I'm going to say I can't believe what, we've gone this what I loved was the cow train. There was a thing What's called a cow a, train? A cow What's a cow train? train, they're all saying. It was. That's what I was saying when I saw I the signs. I was wondering what it was too. This way to the cow train. T- cow train tickets, $5. And we're looking at each other like, the fuck is a cow train? You know, <laughs> I, I'm imagining a row of cows. I thought it would be you ride on a them. bunch of cows dressed up with like harvest wreaths getting marched through the fields. But no. Sure. It was this wonderful, it was a tractor, it was a lawnmower. And then attached to it were several, I would say 10, little carts painted like cows or Dalmatian. These were like 20-gallon uh, sort of oil barrels, kind of like what Donkey Kong would throw down at you. And they had been cut out in a way that you could sit a, a child into one. And they had been outfitted with wheels, also a lawnmower wheels and they were hooked together chained behind a lawnmower and a man was driving them around the orchard and they were all painted up in different spots and they all had little cow heads sort of cut out and and put onto them if you can imagine that and so basically these kids and sometimes their parents would sit in there and just get pulled around the fields in this wonderful little cow train and i thought to myself now that that is a joy and you know i don't know if i'd actually want to go into it but i loved seeing it i thought it was adorable it was extremely wholesome there was nothing to make fun of about it i i'm sure it violated it so many safety codes uh there didn't seem to be any kind of strap or any kind of helmet happening but it was just so wholesome and it was just a lawnmower with a bunch of buckets on the end of it. And that's all you really need to have a good time in the fall. And while Ursula said the parents were in the carts with the children, <laughs> they were they were barely in there. <laughs> they were barely in there. And any one of them could have lost a limb very easily if they got too close to one of the uh, apple trees or one of the fence posts or something like that. It was for small children. 
And then the other spectacle was the corn, no, sorry, the apple cannon. You paid $4. You could shoot this cannon four times. They should have called it a freaking apple automatic weapon of war. I mean, it looks like something you see troops getting behind and shooting. Yeah, like a like a cannon of some sort. Like a like a something that bombs come out of. But anyway, you put a you put apples in it and you shoot it and they have like a target. They had a pond, a wonderful pond, and then across the pond was the target and it had Bigfoot on it. That was for me points taken off because I don't want to shoot at Bigfoot. I didn't like that. I didn't like that. There were things you could shoot out, a big pumpkin. Most of it seemed to have been sort of peeled away. You're shooting at a big aluminum sort of cutout in the middle of a pond with caricatures on it, corn, a giant pumpkin, fall things, and there was a big Bigfoot. Now, a lot of the paintings have been sort of worn away through the weeks and weeks of sort of acrid uh, apple sort of juice that had, uh, you know, torn away at this aluminum painted sign. But I didn't like that you could shoot at Bigfoot. Mm. If we, if you saw Bigfoot, you wouldn't want to kill him. No. Oh, no. Don't kill Bigfoot. You, uh, we need to study him, you know, shock him or something. Use a tranquilizer. Get him back to the lab. And let's study let's study his DNA. Let's open Don't up kill his him. Do not brain. kill Bigfoot. Well, I would love to just sit down and have, you know, coffee <laughs> and hang out with him and just see and her or her and just see, you know, what what there kinds are, of things have they seen that I haven't seen. There are female Bigfoots out there. So with breasts. That's known. There's video of it. So then we decided, well, we were done, but then we were like, Jason really wanted an apple cider donut. So that's the only thing I wanted. You want it? Okay, that's... That was my motivating factor. I didn't want to go to the corn maze. I didn't want to see an apple barn, but I knew there were apple cider donuts there, and that was my motivating factor. That's the thing that was the carrot on the stick that got me to even go to this god-awful place. So we got in the line. There was a huge line. It, it, you know, 30, 40 lines minutes. Where you're going, okay, this line has been here all day. Everyone wants apple cider donuts. Everyone wants baked goods with apples in them. Surely they've got a system. This is going to go fast. Even though it looks really long, it's going to go fast. Well, it did take at least half an hour to get to the baked 30 goods. to 40 minutes. But, you know, we had a good time. There were adorable families in line. We could watch them. We could see how they act with their kids. And we'd be remiss to not mention that um, a teen girl did pass out in line. Oh, goodness. (laughs) That did happen. She passed out. And no one came to help. Well, someone did. They didn't want to cause a panic. They didn't want want to cause a panic. I didn't want to lose my place in line. Yeah. And I was next to order. Absolutely not. (sighs) Yeah. So, and should we tell them what we got? Uh, Just, we could turn this into a little food review. We got some apple cider donuts. How were they? Delish. We got... Small. Here's the deal with everything. It was smaller than what you would expect. These people are raking it in. We got coffee for $1.50. I wanted it filled 
I wanted the coffee put into my thermos. They couldn't do it. That would just break the system too much. So they gave it to me in a That locked cup. the poor girl's brain up when we asked if we could use a separate container. Yeah. So then we got um, an apple caramel oat milk cookie, which was good. We got um, small, very small fried apple pie. Make a circle with your thumb and index finger. It's the size of the cookie. We got a fried apple pie, which was delish. We liked that. And we got an apple turnover. And that was wonderful, And too. we got apple pie a la mode. Mm-hmm. And they were not scooping uh, Blue Bunny ice cream on top of it. It was just one of those soft serve machines. So when you open it up, we we left and then we went and ate on one of the picnic tables outside covered with flies. And it was just, it looked like a sort of a white Sort of like a white ghost turd. Here's the thing. I actually really liked it. The pie was warm. The ice cream Everything was, was cold. Warm. It mixed together. We had our coffee. The bitter, it cut through the sweetness, the creaminess of the pie and the cake. I enjoyed it. I, enjoyed I was glad it. just to sit down. It was wonderful. Take a break. Take it all in. Okay. And then um, I think we checked out soon after, right? We left. Yep. Wasn't anything else to it. And it was wonderful. We had a great time. And... Where are we going next week? Well, we are going to... Next time. I'm thinking we should try... There's Elida Homes or we have the place in Franklin, North Carolina. Okay. Where we do know... We do know that that one is carved into a map of the United States... Yeah, it's a map of the continental United States. Now, if I had a corn maze and I did something like that, I would make it that every state, I would put something fun in the corn maze that indicated and represented that state. You know what I mean? Right. Wouldn't that be cool? Yeah, that would be fun. Like in Texas, put a big uh, cowboy hat. A boot. Okay, right. Yeah. Everyone stay tuned because we are going to come back at you again with corn mason go ahead and like and subscribe to the podcast is that something that people can do i think so yeah and um stay tuned for our next adventure